Welcome to Beyond Battle Creek. I'm Jeff Henry, your host, and today I'm joined with my friend, Daniel Hodum. What's up, man? Welcome to the pod. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Long-time listener, first time on the pod. Absolutely. Which one's been your favorite so far? Man, I really liked uh, Delmi's. Yeah. Last week, as we get to kind of like have access into what our church does missionally and around our community, I think it was awesome for our church family to be able to know that. Yeah, it's been good. We've had a, a just a variety of different podcasts dating all the way back to the pandemic. And so uh, if you haven't checked it out, go back and check out the rest of the pods, some that interest you. And uh hope that it's been as good. But yeah, Demi was a great one. She was a, she's she, always a fun person. She's so vibrant. Yeah, yeah. And you're vibrant. I love being around you, man. I'm trying to be cool. I'm on a podcast right now. But you, you can be yourself. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Start just go and scoot the microphone back a little bit, you know. Daniel, you are, uh, you've been at Battle Creek for how long now? Almost two years. Okay. And you serve at what campus? Uh, Midtown Best Town. All right. Midtown Best Town. Uh, can't be partial, but I am. Uh, Midtown Best Town. It's all right. Uh, student pastor at Midtown. Yeah. Been there for a couple of years now. Um, your, your accent right now is pretty Oklahoman, I would say. Like, you're pretty neutral in that. But sometimes there's some accent that sneaks out. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit. Can you give us like a little bit of just so we can guess where you're from? Yeah, say like, you know, if you're drinking a Coca-Cola, I might be drinking a Sprite. Not a Sprite, right. but like a Sprite. Right. Or, hey, turn left or torn, turn right or right. 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 It's not, I, I don't hear that much around here. Yeah, well, I think, I think Oklahoma's kind of influenced me a little bit. Yeah. Like when I get fiery, I get a little energetic. It's probably when it comes out. Country comes out. Yeah. Where are you from? Originally? From South Georgia. South Georgia. Yeah, Valdosta, Georgia. How long of a drive is that from Tulsa? That's uh, about fifteen and a half hours if you go straight. It's a long trip. Yeah. It's not. It's not not a fun drive. No, it's not a fun drive. How in the world did you end up from South Georgia to Northeast Oklahoma? Yeah, I. Uh, so I went to Valdosta State University which is in South Georgia. It's the very, very bottom of the state. Uh, and there I joined a church and I got involved with youth ministry. And one time uh, a speaker came to a D now at our church. And, and as he was leaving, he said, Hey, if y'all ever want to do any summer internships, just let me know. My church in Hendersonville, Tennessee has a great internship program. And so three years later, as I did summer camps throughout my first two years of college and the last summer I was like, I wonder if that guy, couldn't even remember his name, figured out who he was. I wonder if they still do internships. Sure. So I made a call, sent some emails, and I eventually went to go be an intern at this church. It was First Baptist Church Hendersonville in Hendersonville, Tennessee, right next to Nashville. Yep. Where I was the middle school intern to Jeff Henry. That's right. That was actually you, man. Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah we served. You were my intern for one summer. Yeah. And when Midtown needed a student pastor, we were looking for the right person. God dropped your name in, into my inbox, and I said, delete, and someone else, right? <laughs> and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. You're exactly the right person that God wanted to be at, to be at Midtown. And I remember calling you one day, and I said, hey, what are you doing? He's like, well, I just graduated college. And I was like, all right, you going to come work? You going to come work at Battle Creek? And you were like, yeah. And uh, three or four months later, here you Well, you even broke. asked me in that phone call. I said, like, hey, how's the, the job hunt coming? And I said, it sucks. It's the worst. <laughs> Churches say they'll call you. They don't call you. They say they love you. You're the guy. Then you're not the guy. And then you said, well, hey, how about you want to come work for me in Tulsa? 
I don't even think I said maybe. I'm pretty sure I just said, yeah. The hard yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. We interviewed a lot of people for that position, and uh, it was clear that God, that you were the you were the person that God wanted for us. And uh, and so it was, it was really, I mean, it was an advantage knowing you early on, like yeah. working with you in the summer. And so um, we're super grateful to have you here at Battle Creek Church. You brought, if you've seen any of the TUL events, you've noticed Daniel uh, hosted the pre-show this year for our phenomenal TUL weekend that we yeah, had. A lot of fun. Um, and so you've you've kind of got some, you know, some people starting to get to know you a, a little bit more uh, now as they've been around Battle Creek Church. And so, um, what's been some of your highlights so far being at Battle Creek? Man, I'd say one of the biggest blessings and just a general highlight is the people that you know you get to work with. Yeah, uh, I think uh, one of the benefits of working at a multi-site is if, if you're in a non-multi-site church, you, you might have a handful of coworkers uh, that you get to do life with and work with and do ministry with. Uh, I think one of the biggest benefits is at Battle Creek, you know, I have a hundred, yeah. it, it feels like, of just people that I get to do life with, I'm friends with. So it's not just this coworker aspect, we're also friends. Uh, I think it's also just amazing to go to like a student team meeting and have eight other student pastors who who get to do what I do, face the same struggles I I face. Yeah, uh, and we also like get to feed off of each other, ideas, creativity. Uh, I think that has been one of the biggest growth areas for me is I've just gotten to learn. Yeah, and uh, if you guys don't know any of our other student pastors like Jaywin or Kate uh, and and all the other ones from other campuses, they are phenomenal. Shout out to Turner and Wyatt. Oh my gosh, all uh, of them. Josh from Jinx. Yes. We got Montega coming here Let's in a few go. weeks. Come on. Welcome to downtown. Downtown Montega. Nation. Let's go. We're really glad to have you, Montega. Answer to prayer. Absolutely. Sure. 100%. But yeah, it's a stud team led led by Brian Preston, who's been in Shout out Brian Preston. For a long time, full of wisdom. He's a great dude and set some great vision. But, you know, you guys at the campus do an awesome job of executing that with students. So, you know, we've had firsthand opportunity to kind of see what God is doing through the student team. And, you know, I was just thinking about it like, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not what anybody anticipates ever, especially in their first ministry job out of college, yeah. right? And uh, and I'm just curious for you, like maybe for our listeners, what was like, what was it like doing student ministry? I mean, it's such a, a personable and face-to-face ministry. And now here we are with a lot of barriers. And talk about what was it like doing student ministry during that? Yeah, absolutely. So I started here in October of 19. I think it was four months of just getting familiar, gaining a lot of momentum there the last few months and then February uh, with COVID-19 kind of not hitting a pause because we definitely didn't pause, but kind of putting a halt on our in-person uh, and kind of changing the way that we had to do ministry. Yeah, uh, I think it's really easy just to grow comfortable in the fact that, yeah, we're going to meet every single week on Sunday and, and Wednesday. It's almost a guarantee. But when that's taken, like you really have to pivot and figure out how, what else you're going to do to properly minister to your families, to your churches, to your students. Uh, and one thing I love is when, when all of this happened and we, and we shut down meeting in person, uh, the conversation, hey, we're going to slow down. Student ministry never happened. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We, I think we even, we, we, we hustled. Yeah. And we did a, a lot of ministry. Pushed the gas, for sure. But it offered us the, the opportunity to be creative. And to figure out, hey, you know your students. I know my students in Midtown. I, I, I know where they're going to be. I know what they're going to be doing. And so it allowed me uh, to more so, I, I would go meet them where they were. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd say an awesome story from the pandemic was 
you know, you, you, like I said, they're not coming on Sundays or Wednesdays. So, so what are they doing? I found out that my high school guys, small group played 2K online. So I went and bought the game yeah, and bought a headset and I'm awful at this game. Like the team that had me on their team knew they were going to lose, but yeah. I'm really grateful that they still wanted to have me play with them. From the trash talk that I've heard uh, after the fact, you weren't that good. Okay. Yeah, really, really, really not a video gamer. But the, but the effort was noted. I, absolutely, sure. I, I was there. And so just having, to, having the opportunity to, you know, while you know, your students are playing this game really well, just ask them, like, hey, what is, God, what is God doing? For sure. Like, hey, how are you feeling in this time? Because, you know, it's easy for us to look at ourselves, but like, yeah, the, the pandemic really affected me, but think about our students. Like, it really affected them. Yeah. Just as much, if not more. What was something that you heard that God did, that you saw God do in the, in the middle of maybe, say, in the pandemic or coming out of the pandemic that you just, I mean, you want to celebrate? Yeah, absolutely. And I, this is a story from multiple of our campuses. When it's really easy, I think, for a student to come in, to go through the motions of an event, and to show up, sing worship, listen to the sermon, play the game, go home. Right. And it's almost easy for us to not make that personal touch. But with the pandemic, you know, you had to make that personal touch in order to minister in the way that you thought was effective. Yeah. And so I just countless stories from, from Midtown, but also I know from Owasso and Broken Arrow is the fact that parents would come and say, hey, my, my child didn't have anything to do. D- didn't have any sports games, didn't have any birthday parties to go to. Uh, but you made an effort to to communicate with my child, mm. to to make my child feel important. But also just, you didn't let my child feel forgotten, sure. which was a big one for me. And whether that was uh, call, zooming in on a Sunday morning with, with his community group, or whether that is as things loosened up where we could go out in public a little bit more but not go to the church building, we had an interest-based running group yeah. for all of my students that enjoyed running where we would just go to the gathering place and run. Yeah. Which is, which is not fun. fun. Running is, is still the worst. And the worst? The, uh, That's the worst? This is the worst. <laughs> this is bad, my friends, but that, that is the worst. Tough. Yeah. It, listen, it's like, a, it's like a torture that you bring on yourself. Yeah. Right? For sure. And, uh, my knees still, still hurt from that running group. Yeah. But just the fact that a kid could come and feel, and feel safe. Sure. That we're outside socially distance apart and doing something that is the, for the betterment of their bodies, but also creating community. Yeah. I mean, that's one of many stories. I mean, you're right. Like it happened in Midtown, but it happened across so many campuses. I mean, campus pastors finding ways to engage with students in a time when it just wasn't natural, right? You have yeah. a natural rhythm of Sunday and Wednesday where they, they come to you, right? And you may see them in schools and do other things, but this was a time where really you had to be creative and do that. And so, man, great job throughout that. And great job to our student team. What an awesome team they're doing. Um, just awesome things that it's going yeah. on that God is doing across all of our students. We're hearing stories of baptism and salvations and, um, you know, TUL, TUL weekend was awesome. Oh my God. Phenomenal worship. Um, had some great breakouts and some just great message for the students to kind of, as they're coming back into normal life. And, um, you know, it's really, that's really awesome. Um, how do you see God working currently across the landscape of, of maybe the seat that you sit in or across Battle Creek Church? Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think, like I said earlier, is we had to make kids feel connected because of the pandemic. But I felt like the pandemic also 
took away maybe the windshield that people were living their lives through where mm-hmm. they're going, they're going to the soccer games, they're going to their recitals, they're going to dinners, they're going to, and they're just going through life. But I think COVID kind of replaced that windshield with a mirror. Mm. And when, when all those things are taken away, you can't go to those things. You really just realize what your family has been prioritizing. Yeah. And so what we've seen ever since the, the pandemic has been lifted, we've been able to go to in-person church you know, we at Midtown, it was 20 plus weeks of first time guests, or not first time guests, but first time since COVID, people just coming back. Right. And we've heard countless stories from all of our campuses of, hey, we, we miss the church. We now realize the priority and the importance of the church. And so we've seen more people buy in, whether that's from students coming more consistently or that's their parents wanting to serve and be a dream teamer or first or first time givers. Yeah. From all these different aspects, we see the church growing. And, it, and I like how it's not us-minded. Yeah. No, Battle Creek isn't growing because we want Battle Creek to be bigger. Yeah. I love the leadership of our head pastor who's saying, this is all for the Lord. Yeah. This is God's church. And so if, if we're growing, that means God's kingdom is growing. Yeah. And I, just, I think it's amazing how people just really bought in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I heard a story just yesterday about uh, a family that had been in a, at a funeral late on Saturday night, and they were going to go to church on Sunday, but they were just going to do church, because you know how, how that is, right? Like, just you're grieving, and it's just been a tough weekend, but you know you need to be with the body and worship. And so they were going to go to church and then go to brunch and just spend time together. But that morning, the two girls who were in student ministry both said, no way, like, we want to go to students. That's where we need to be. That's, that's our people. That's our community. And uh, I thought, what a great testament to like an awesome, to an awesome student ministry where kids want to belong, where students feel like that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. And they found like their tribe of people. So, um, man, you guys are doing awesome stuff uh, across student ministry. Uh, There's some things coming up, right? In student ministry, we're about to, we're about to just hit the, uh, the Mario Kart speed strip uh, this summer. Uh, What are some things this summer that you're, that you're super excited about? Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to make a comment of something you just said. He said that we're doing a great job in our student ministry. And I know you're referring to all six campuses, but sure. I think uh, it's not just the, the eight student pastors. I think the real testament is the dream teamers at all six of our campuses yeah. that are really day in and day out building relationships, having those gospel-centered conversations, helping us run the events. Uh, one thing that I've, I've loved is one thing that the Lord has changed in my heart, it's not as if these dream teamers are doing ministry for me, but we're doing ministry together. That's right. And just the, the bond that even from the pandemic on of just leaders really buying in and, and making ministry happen has been something that's been awesome to see. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's countless stories. You, you mentioned how T-Well Weekend was great. T-Well Weekend's impossible without our dream teamers. Right. Neither, so, so it's camp or, or anything that we do our dream teamers are really the, the blood yeah. that really helps our ministry. I was pulling to the parking lot today to record this podcast. And one of our dream teamers from Midtown student ministry was in the parking lot. And so I kind of cut her off and I was like, what are you doing? Her name's Sarah. And she's awesome. And this is a, a dream teamer. That's really top notch. Like goes to student events, yeah. meets their families is, is active in their lives and shows up in the things that they're already doing to show support. And, uh, 
you know, Sarah is one of many dream teamers across all of our campuses that really buy in, who are all in to what God is doing so much that they're starting to give of themselves more yeah. than just Sundays or just Wednesdays. And so, man, what a great catch to point out dream teamers. So shout out to the dream teamers. If you're listening to this and you're part of the dream team. You guys are amazing. This, this, is, the, this is the best here. Um, so back to the question. About the summer, yeah. What are you excited about for this summer? I think... We we're having summer nights across all of our campuses, and what I love is that each campus is going to look a little bit different. Yeah, I know that here at Broken Arrow, they're going to do different like gaming events throughout the week and the different weeks leading up to camp. Uh, us at Midtown, we're doing home groups, which we're going to go to different of our uh, three different of our uh, church members' homes, where we're going to swim and do and talk about the Lord and eat, which is going to be great. But all that is leading up to to Camp T Well, yeah, which is. Man, I'm getting fired up. Love camp. Just, just thinking about love it. Love camp. Love camp. I love, I love what it, like, what is accomplished by it. I love why we do it. Yeah. Uh, I, I worked summer camps. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and so you know that camps are special. Yeah. And what happens across those single week, that single week is huge, has a huge impact yeah. on these students' lives. It has a potential to change the trajectory of their life. Right to yeah. like somehow God could change them at that moment that would that would change their course to maybe help them you know navigate around some some destruction that they would have been into right or give them some hope or give them some encouragement for those weeks. What are some things you're hearing from students about about camp that they're just super stoked about? I think it's 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 so many things. One is that we have uh, two T weekends ago we had this band called Forever Free. Okay. Come in, and they're and they're coming back, and they are our they worst team. Hype. They are unbelievable, hype. the friendliest people ever. Like great merch too, absolutely. Yeah, and so, but we have camp merch as well. So, uh, but I love Forever Free, and they they lead us so well, and I, I think job. students are fired up about that. Uh, we actually showed a Squad Wars promo video Ooh, on tell Sunday. Me, tell me more about that. Man, I would love to tell you more about Squad Wars. What we wanted to do is we were wanting to infuse competition all throughout this week and not just competition for man the competition sounds awesome for these really athletic broken era football players who live eat, or jinx, breathe and die or, or jinx union. okay or, or union shout out to metro state champions yeah. we love you guys yeah but it's it's also it's in every different aspect okay whether you're the smartest kid in the room the most athletic kid in the room and each each in between what if you're like i'm in the middle you're in the middle. Yeah, I'm like mediocre, jack of all trades. Man, I think yeah, I think you need to. Is there a place take for a, a kid, side? It sounds like, like you're me. a lukewarm athlete. So that's exactly where I I meddle at that. That's absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. No, I love it. It's, we have created it to where it is an awesome experience for everybody. Perfect. But what I love about it as well is there is that community aspect of it, to where there might be people on your squad who you might have never known until the first day of camp. And now you're competing together. This is brotherhood and or sisterhood. Don't want to exclude anybody out there. For sure. Where you're like, wow, I didn't know you, but now we're on the same team and we're competing for the same, same prize, the same goal. And what I love is that shows them what it's like to be the church. Yeah. Whereas they're, they're, they're competing and they're grinding to accomplish a goal, man. So is the church fighting for the kingdom of God. That's right. That's good. It's going to be awesome. I've heard Absolutely. several students get super stoked about wanting to compete. You know, already some trash talk. Uh, they don't even know bad. what squad they're on yet. I don't. Even, I know my squad's going to win. That's. I can't wait to cheer it on and watch all this. It's going to be awesome. But 
What are, uh, what are some things that you're excited about for camp? I know that's some of the things that the students are excited about. What, what about you as a, as a student pastor? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd say one thing is that as of lately, uh, the Lord has just brought me back to the fact that it's a simple gospel. Yeah. And that, you know, I, I in my own power can change nobody. You in your own power can change nobody, but yet we've been indwelled with the Holy Spirit. Come on. And that That's brings good. us power yeah, and authority. And so there's going to be hundreds of kids that are going to be in the same room where that simple gospel is going to be proudly proclaimed. Yeah. And, and wh- wh- whoever the speaker is on a given day, they're, they're going to step on stage with the power and the authority that's been given to them by God on high. Yeah. And, and we're not hoping that lives will be changed. You know, that, that's not the terminology we're using. We're, we're expecting. And I know that we're expecting because we're preparing for it. Yeah. And so I'm excited that kids are going to step in the room. They're going to walk through these doors and they're going to leave different. Yeah. And I love how God's word does not return void. And so I, I, I'm super excited for the competition and I'm super excited for just the amazing fun that we're going to have I think that pales in comparison to the fact that, man, people are going to step from death to life. Yeah. And that just gets, that gets me fired up. Listen, the same power that brought someone from death to life can do anything else in between, right? And so every student has room, margin to grow, and God's going to use it. I mean, you get like two months worth of student ministry in just of these short, these short days, right, this summer. Yeah. So if you're a parent listening to this podcast or you're a student that's, that's tuning in like, and they want to go to camp, what do they do? Yeah, so I'd say uh, first thing is go to battlecreekchurch.com slash events. Yeah. And there you will see the link that takes you directly to the registration website. Okay. Or uh, if, if you attend one of our campuses regularly, each campus has a little invite card that on the back of the invite card has a QR code that you just literally you, you show your camera on it and it takes you directly to that same Ooh, website fancy. to register. Yeah, I mean... We, we make it easy, man. Slick, man. I love that. And so if you can go sign up there, you can sign up, sign up your friends, like send Absolutely. it to everybody that you know to be a part of what's going on here. Um, but what about us as a church, like Battle Creek Church? Like what can we do to support this mammoth event that's a part of our major rock in our next gen ministry? What can we do to help support you guys? Yeah, it's, I'd say one is if you'd like to, to serve, if you'd like to participate and be a dream teamer for our Camp T-Well, the same link that you go to at battlecreekchurch.com slash events or the QR code that you scan on the invite card. It's also the same link where you register to serve. Okay. And so that's one thing. The, the, the second thing is I'd say if you would, if we would humble ourselves and, and drop to our knees and one, pray that God would do something mighty. Yeah. Pray that God would change lives forever because people brought friends to camp. Uh, but also I think, Part of prayer is rejoicing. Come on. And, and rejoicing in expectation. Yeah. That we don't have to sit here and hope that God might save. No, it's, he, he delights in it. It's who he is. Yeah. And so I think part of our prayers should be, God, thank you for what you're going to do. Because it's going to be something incredible. So if you are able, come serve. It's Absolutely. in the afternoon into the evening. So you can maybe make it a part of your after work or maybe afternoon time. You can kind of do different times, right? Different days, different times. Whenever you're available, we could use you. So Absolutely. If you're, if you're an able body, go sign up. We'll get you in the process, get you trained on what, what you're going to do. Make sure it's easy and uh, make sure you win at that. But also, everybody, pray. Yeah. Pray. That's good. One thing I love about camp, and this is another thing that we could do as, as a church family, is we could encourage our students to invite their friends. Yeah. 
I, I think an amazing story of, of, of camp from years past is that two camps ago, uh, one of my students invited his best friend who did not regularly attend Battle Creek to go to camp. And at that camp, student accepted Jesus. Mm. And not only did he accept Jesus, he was then my first baptism, yeah. which was just such an honor. And now he's one of our leaders in our student ministry, which is a testament. It all started with an invitation. Yeah. So in- encourage, I encourage you students that are listening and you parents of students, man, invite. All it takes is an ask. Yeah, we, we love camp around here at Battle Creek Church. It's one of our favorite things. Yeah, and it's, and it's not just that it's fun. I love that that's not the, the, the terminology we're using. We believe in camp. For sure. We believe in what's going to be done at camp, and therefore we ask all of our church family to, to buy in, whether that's you buy in through inviting or you buy in through serving or you buy in through praying or all of the above. For sure. So, yeah, we're, we're really excited. Yeah, we sure are. All right, Daniel, before I let you go on the pod, lightning round here. End this on a little bit of fun here. All right, let's uh, do it. couple choices or an open-ended question. And don't take too long to think. Just say what comes yeah. to mind. All right? Loosey-goosey. Uh, here we go. Childhood cartoon hero. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, specifically Leonardo. Oh, solid choice there I, on the Leo. He's the leader. Good job. Favorite chicken fingers in town? Slum chickens. Ooh. Stuff for debate. Slim but... chickens and the sauce. You, you mix buffalo and ranch together the move okay and like slim that. chickens if you want to sponsor me uh go right ahead podcast isn't sponsored yet but it can be uh hey i'm, I'm gonna give you uh, a paid vacation anywhere in the world yeah. where do you go hawaii okay Tell hawaii but i, I want to do like all the ex, all the excursions that's at all expense paid so Ooh, come on you got it are you beach or mountains mountains netflix or youtube Netflix. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Laundry. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Space. Let's, I'll take the back. Ocean. We're going to go with ocean. Okay. What's comfort food for you? Ramen. Solid. Lastly, you're on a deserted island. Food and water are provided. What else do you bring with you? My holy word of the Lord. Come on. God's all-inspired word. You're a pastor of heart, man. Oh, Daniel, man. we're so glad to have you on the pod today, man. Thank Thanks you for coming by. Me. Really appreciate and it. And listen, all the way from South Georgia, we have people on our staff from all over the world, but we're glad we have one from South Georgia, and we're so glad that God brought you here. We're proud of what God is doing in you, what God is doing it through you in your ministry, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do uh, in the days to come as we pursue uh, God, as we make, make him famous and... Um, Look forward to seeing what he's going to do in Tulsa, America, and the world, man. So proud of you, man. Love you, dude. Thanks for coming by. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond Battle Creek. This show is produced by Battle Creek Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. To keep up with everything going on in the church, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you enjoy this show, be sure to share it. We'll see you next episode.